got a face for radio. Hit, 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 hit it. My friends call me the club man. We're going to call you a kid diddler. What the fuck did you just do, buddy? Yeah, next time, don't murder anybody in the yeah. bar. I'd give it a 6 out of 10. I don't want any new friends. They're all human, no tail. Yeah, I want to come on the pod, pod, pod. I've heard about this. <laughs> PJ, you were a professional Santa. Can you eat the cigarette butts? How long is this tapeworm diet going to take? We'll check that <laughs> on instant replay. You're a naughty boy. You're ruining it. How old were you when you guys were drinking a keg of beer? Maybe eight. Hit it. Welcome to episode 42 of the I've Heard It Both Ways podcast. We're for sure doing it in that order. We have to do the songs first, then Taste of Polonia, and then yeah, this we're, episode. We're recording three episodes in a row right now, and we have to do that one as 40 because we started with that, I'm, I'm a man, I'm 40! And the songs ended up being 40 songs, mm. so... Not a big deal. Yeah. Um, okay. This came to me. I was watching the Cubs game yesterday, and they showed Alligator Bob on, like, he was in the crowd or whatever, and he was at the game. Did we ever talk about the crocodile in Humboldt Park? I, yeah. I not. I feel like we might have, but we can. We should maybe just cover it again, just to just to make sure. Well, okay. There's an alligator loose, like. Some somebody had an alligator as a pet, let it loose in Humboldt Park in the lagoon, and a kid saw it and was like, "Hey, there's an alligator here!" And so like they went in to go catch it, and they had to bring in Alligator Bob. Which is that his real name, or am I confusing him with someone else? Uh, I don't know, but yeah, I mean they had to call in an a, an alligator expert from Florida. <laughs> okay, he has the most bizarre body I've ever seen, like. Look at the link I sent you. It is just Google. If you Google yes, image, Google image search. Al- oh, <laughs> Florida alligator expert Frank Rob, which I don't know why everyone's calling him Alligator Bob. Maybe they're calling someone else him, but I call him Alligator Bob. And he threw out the first pitch at Wrigley, and I was like, oh my God. He looks like he's six foot and 120 pounds. Yeah. He's all skin and bones. Well, you know, that's, I, I don't know if you knew this, but that's the standard alligator expert build. I did not know that. <laughs> yeah. Um, he has a long beard which i can respect and i think he has a long beard because his neck is so long that he doesn't (laughs) want to get confused as like a giraffe expert (laughs) um that's really all i had to say on him like i just wanted to talk about his weird fucking body yeah okay we probably definitely didn't cover that yeah good good thing we circled back glad we brought that one up yeah um but you wanted to talk about something that we for sure did not talk about because i know nothing about the raid on area 51 correct so, okay, let's start with what do you know? Okay, I know that a bunch of people on, like, Twitter or Reddit or something on the interwebs were talking about how they wanted, like, they wanted Area 51, like, open to the public, or they want to know what's inside, like, tell us your secrets, blah, 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 and they're like, fuck it, we're just going to go. Like, we're all going to, we're just going to storm the gate at once, and, like, we're just going to get on the base. Yeah, so Is that correct? it started from a Facebook group that was titled Storm Area 51, They Can't Stop All of Us, and it started off as a joke, and then it got, like, it got to be absolutely ridiculous where there's, like, millions of people in the group now. Two and, million RSVPs on Facebook. Yeah. And so they have like they 
the the like Air Force who runs Area Fifty One is like put having to put out like articles like hey guys I know this is a joke but like don't take this seriously please don't show up <laughs> I mean and there's signs around Area Fifty One like this is a military installation like use of deadly force is authorized and it's under twenty four hour surveillance like. If people do try and rush Area 51, they're all going to get fucking killed. So Kristen's uncle was in the Marines, and he's, like, retired now. And him and his wife, like, they go to Vegas every year and stuff. And last year they were telling me that, like, they they go to Vegas and, like, rent a car and, like, sightsee around the Las Vegas area. And we're like, yeah, so we decided, like, we were going to go to Area 51 last year. And so they drove and ate at some, like... It's a famous diner, like it's right by Area Fifty One. Like they have like alien coffee cups and stuff or whatever. So they got one of those to take home and stuff. Um, and he's like, "Yeah, so I wanted the alien burger." And he's like, "And I bite into it." And he's like, "It was the worst burger I've ever had." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, really? The the burger you had in the middle of a desert was the worst burger you've ever had?" But then they said like they tried to drive up as close as they can, and like you get stopped by guards eventually, um, and like. That like that you can't even like see the fence of Area Fifty One. Yeah, I that's my that's my understanding is like you start driving down this dirt road and then you get stopped by guards and they're like turn around or we're going to arrest you. Exactly. And you're like all right, thanks for thanks for letting us stop by. Yeah, exactly. Like we're just coming to say hi. That's it. So, um, touching on that actually is one of one of the articles I put in the thing is a. Lincoln County in Nevada, which is home to Rachel, Nevada, which is the UFO capital <laughs> of the world, located on State Route 375, dubbed the Extraterrestrial Highway, has declared a state of emergency, a pre-declaration of state of emergency if people actually do show up, because that's likely where they will be because of its proximity to Area 51. That's where they're going to organize the raid. It says the National Guard could be deployed if needed. Yeah. So that is all a very real possibility. What What are your thoughts on are people actually going to show up? If you... It says if you plan on attending the event, you must be experienced in capping, hiking, and surviving in a harsh desert. Um, be prepared to be completely on your own for food, water, gas, etc. Expect cell service and the internet in Rachel to be offline. Credit card processing will not work, so bring enough cash. <laughs> Law enforcement will be overwhelmed. The local residents will step up to protect their property. It will get ugly. <laughs> this is unbelievable. Yeah. So wait, are they doing a concert? Yeah, so that's what I was gonna say. Now they're doing, um, they're trying to like hijack that away from like let's not raid Area Fifty One. Let's have Alien Fest concert instead. <sighs> Tickets are fifty one dollars. Eighteen bands scheduled to perform. This is like the next Fire Fest, hopefully, except a lot less money. And I want to. I kind of want to go. It's one of those, like, it's like Firefest. Like, have you, if you bought tickets to that, like, you're stupid enough to have been taken advantage of. Same thing with this, PJ. Throw your $51 down the drain. Uh, I don't know. It'll definitely, either way, there'll be good stories. I would love to see the people you meet there. Exactly. 
Uh, that might that might be like the highest peak of people watching. I I couldn't imagine the people who go to this thing. I, I, I well, there's also a UFO festival in Roswell. I thought Roswell, because New if Mexico, you Google Alien Fest that comes up was like the alien capital. Hmm? Isn't Roswell like the alien capital of the world? I mean it. It's hotly debated, apparently, because Rachel is the uh, UFO capital of the world. Okay. As, is is as it Rachel, cl- Nevada or Rachel County, Nevada? Uh, it's, uh, what is it? It's Lincoln County, I think. Uh, that? Oh, speaking of counties, Nye County in Nevada used to be on Live PD. They're not anymore. But Live PD is not airing new episodes um, until September 21st or something. And they're bringing in seven new departments. Very exciting. Do what departments? Uh, they didn't say. I oh. bet we can look it up, but I don't feel like looking it up. Did we talk about? Have we talked about how I was on College PD? No. <laughs> um, just uh, I was just a casual observer. Uh, they did College PD Northern Michigan, and um, there was a guy like running away from the police up the middle of the street in front of the bar, and I. I don't know if you can see me on the episode because I've never seen the episode, but we were told that they were filming College PD. And you can definitely hear me cheering him on, telling him to run away from run, the police. Run, run, run. You can do it. Keep going. You're getting away from him. Grandpa Pete and I used to watch College PD all the time. It was so bad. Yeah. They had like the Ohio State. Uh, campus police and like they were like the biggest fucking hardos on earth it was like 3 a.m i was standing on the corner eating a hot dog waiting for mcdonald's breakfast at 5 30 4 30 i've heard it both ways no it was 4 30 trust me um <laughs> speaking of hearing it both ways you seem to get a lot of packages delivered yeah, yeah, I'm a, I'm a big package guy. Okay, don't you fucking hate when you order something and, like, it tells you it's going to come on Thursday and, like, Thursday morning you get a text and it's like, hey, your package is out for delivery, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, at 8 p.m. on Thursday, they're like, oh, yeah, something happened. You're not getting it anymore. Like, it might come tomorrow. It might come next week. Like, have fun. Uh, that usually doesn't happen for me. It's never happened or doesn't happen often. It doesn't it doesn't happen often where it's like especially like you said Amazon, like almost all of my Amazon packages are I I'm obviously a prime member. I am also prime and they're usually like okay, like you can get it same day, which I'm like um I don't need it same day. Like just send it to me tomorrow. Tomorrow's fine. Like you don't have to give it to me the same day. So they promise me one day delivery and the next day they're like, Okay, your order is shipped and it's on the way, it's gonna be out for delivery today and then at eight o'clock I get a text and they're like, Yep, uh not coming today, it's probably coming tomorrow and then like it might come tomorrow, might come Saturday, I don't know. Well, you could also always uh just set up an Amazon day. Oh, where it comes like once a week? Yeah, where it comes once a week and you just get all your packages on whatever day your area is. But some of the stuff I need now. Well, I, yeah, I, don't, I don't know. I ordered a bunch of stuff from Arctic because they had like uh, a huge like sale going on. And so I got like yeah. some soft coolers and some like water bottles yeah, and stuff. As, as you know, I'm a big Arctic guy. Yeah, it came... So Arctic is like, they're the knockoff Yeti. Like, they're more affordable than the Yeti. And then there's like a Chinese knockoff that's like cheaper than Arctic. But it's a step down in quality each one. So like Yeti. It's actually, I will say that I have um, a 65 Arctic and my friend has a 65 
Yeti. And we went camping and we did a comparison of I filled my cooler up, he filled his cooler up, and mine had a little bit less ice in his, but mine was the beer cooler, so it was constantly opened, and then we were dumping warm beers in there, and his was all of the meat, so it was just shut, frozen the whole time, Yeah. yeah. And so mine had like a tiny bit less ice. So I would say quality is similar at at the very best similar similar i would say the same nominal differences so i did some research and like the they're both made in china i think yeti makes some things in the philippines um but they're made in different factories so it's like it's they're not exactly the same um but there is the chinese knockoff that is significantly worse but also significantly cheaper yeah but it's one of those like do you need a cooler for camping for five days get a yeti or get an arctic do you need a cooler for one day because you can get the Chinese knockoff? Yeah, exactly. It dep- it all depends on what you're going to be using it for. So, there but is so that. I I ordered like eight things. I think eight. Yeah, whatever. Um, and they came in five separate boxes. Was that on Amazon? Or no, was it that, was on that through, was through from Arctic. Arctic.com. And they all shipped the same day through FedEx, and they sent. The first package I got, I got four of them. Um, it came like three days later, which was great, whatever. Then the next package came seven days after that, so 10 days later. And this one, the first one they sent, like it was through FedEx. It made it from Texas to Chicago or whatever, and then eventually out to me. Um, this other one went Texas, Ohio, Chicago, Wisconsin. Then they took it from Wisconsin and gave it to USPS in Illinois. And then they gave it back to FedEx again. And then it came to me eventually. Yeah, that that will happen with FedEx. Well, I was the just, only other thing I was going to say was, did they they all ship from Texas? Because I was going to say maybe they ship from different warehouses. No, they all ship from Texas because I was like, because they sent me like five different tracking numbers. And I was like, what the fuck? I wanted to make sure like I got all of my stuff. And I was like going through it, blah, blah, blah. Um, then the, the box, the four packages come and I'm like doing inventory. I'm like, okay, I'm just missing one soft cooler. And I check the tracking numbers and sure enough, like it's accounted for, it's just not at my house yet. And at that point I'm watching it cause I'm like, uh, okay, this says Arctic all over the box. So I don't want someone to like steal it thinking it's like a super expensive cooler or something. Um, and then I watched it go all over the Midwest. And then to that, you- that got put on a wrong truck for sure. Well, I don't know how it got like it went from Texas to Ohio and then to Chicago and then to Wisconsin, then to USPS in Chicago, then back to FedEx in Chicago, then back to my house. Yeah, that that I don't know why, but that happens when I get stuff FedEx too. Like it'll ship I'll it'll go from like say it'll go like Texas to Indianapolis to Chicago, to Wisconsin, to Palatine. It said like it went to Chicago and then it went to a FedEx smart hub in New Berlin, Wisconsin, which is outside of Milwaukee, which I don't know how it's smart to take it from Chicago to Milwaukee, then back to Illinois. Yeah, makes makes a lot of sense. I can't deal with that. Um, what other notes that I have? Ooh, condiments. 
ketchup of the big three, we're talking ketchup, mustard, and barbecue. Ketchup's the worst, right? Oh, yeah. I don't know how ketchup is like on any... Like, there are people who just want ketchup on everything. I don't... It actually is... It's uh, it's funny. Like, people were just over at my house, and we grilled, like, you know, burgers, hot dogs, brats. And this is, like, an oversight on my part because I never want ketchup on anything. Yeah. And they're like, where's the ketchup? I'm like, oh, I probably don't have any because it's terrible. And people are like upset. I was like, what? There's barbecue sauce and mustard. You'll be fine. That happened. Remember when we had Tony on and he's like a very picky eater and we got like portillas or something. And he was like looking through the fridge and I'm like, what do you need, Tony? And he's like, oh, I'm looking for ketchup. And I'm like, ah, let me look. Didn't have any in there. Didn't have any in the pantry. I'm like, hey, sorry. So, like, we don't really use ketchup here. We're not a ketchup family. I've got plenty of mustard for you and a variety of different barbecue sauces yes. if that will, you know. There's actually that. There's a box of mustard sitting right there on my counter next to my refrigerator. I can see it here. It's all Coop's mustard. <laughs> That's correct. Um, By the way, my new barbecue it's a local choice. It's from Lily's Q. It's they have like the spicy barbecue. Oh, so good. Um, I've been I've been on uh, Heinz. Ew. It's I right. That's what I thought too. It's good. I would have to try it because I'm based on the name. I've had the Heinz barbecue regular like years ago. Um, New recipe, not great. So, well. I'll 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 get you a bottle for next time. Of that Lily's Q, like that's my number one at the moment. Then like I'm looking bullseye, bullseye. Yeah. That's I was gonna say bullseye is always bullseye original, oh. best barbecue sauce in the world. Bullseye's Texas, which you can't find at a lot of stores. You have to order it online. Mercy. Uh that and then um open pit. I'm big open pit guy. It's it's okay. I like how it's like runny and tangy. Get me open put pit like every day. Yeah, it's it's it depend like and then it, you can even go deeper into that with like it is good for some things. Like it really depends on what you're gonna put it on. Open pit on ribs. Oh my god. Yeah. Like I could drink a glass of that barbecue sauce. Uh, for ribs, sweet baby Ray honey barbecue is one of one of my favorites to put on uh on ribs. The owner of Sweet Baby Rays, I think he sold the company now, but like the guy who started it, um went to high school with my neighbor Katie who was a loyal listener, her dad. Um so they would all, like he he went to like a class reunion or something years ago and the guy was just like yeah come on out to my car really quick so he comes out to his car and he gave him a crate of sweet baby ray's barbecue sauce yeah um actually that's funny one of the guys that i used to work with is friends with him and he goes fishing with him in wisconsin there you go yeah and he's like dude it's incredible he cooks for us all the time it's fucking phenomenal it's like yeah i have to imagine it is you don't just make your own barbecue sauce like for fun like you do it out of necessity yeah uh so i just i'm really leaning into this tangent right now (laughs) and i just pulled up the first thing that came up Barbecue sauce taste test. We tried seven brands and ranked them. Oh boy! Do you want to go down the list yep. and Hit see me if, with number see seven? If, see if we agree. Yeah. Number seven, Jack Daniel's original number seven recipe. It makes sense that it's what, a number seven. Yeah, I was gonna say it's overrated. It's all name, but okay, yeah. that's fine. Whatever, it, seven's fine. It, 
side. I don't know note, what else they did. Side so. note to the side note is the like frozen uh, Jack Daniels pulled pork. Very good Solid. for like for like a quick like throw it in the microwave pulled pork sandwiches in I've like had twenty it minutes. It's good, yeah, it's good. It's one of those like it's a great convenient meal. Exactly. And coming in at number six, we have Kraft Original Barbecue Sauce. Never had it, and I know why. I can tell you why would I ever buy that. Yeah, I don't. It, ooh, these taste these taste test notes are good. Note one, awful. <laughs> Note two, slimy mouthfeel. They look like our Google Doc. <laughs> yeah. Tastes like dry rub. Too smoky, tangy, light, sweet. Last note, this is too much. Okay, craft. Okay. Uh, see you later. Yeah. All right. Uh, number five, we have Hunt's Original Barbecue Sauce, Ugh. which I'm going to agree with you. Not Not great. I it's like these I okay I'm imagining they're all doing big companies so I'm probably not going to like any of these but Hunts man that is just like the bad brand I know and then they said the testers of this this bottle of barbecue sauce found it middle of the road yeah it's one of those like if you so Hunts I'm really only familiar with their ketchup which again I'm not a fan of in general but like when you see the the Hunts ketchup bottle you're just like ugh. Yeah. What other low quality products are they buying here? Yeah, exactly. And then the first the first taste note is okay, kind of boring, which <laughs> that really sums Fair. up Hunts nicely, I think. So we'll move on to number four, which is Stubbs Spoke Smoky Mesquite. Stubbs is good. I like Stubbs. I I I I usually get like the spicy one from Stubbs, so I don't know about the Smoky Mesquite, but Stubbs is a good guy. Yeah. Uh. So they said. They were surprised that this one didn't do as well as the others. Uh, it's packed with good flavor. Some of the t- tasters found it uh, tasted too much like ketchup. Not the one I've had, but I think Stubbs also sold because they used to be in a glass bottle, and now they might be in a plastic bottle, which oh. is usually a sign of like a company selling. This picture is kind of upsetting, actually. They have a picture of the taste test here, and it's like... A 16-ounce clear Solo cup filled with barbecue what, sauce. Do they say what they're... like? Are they just like drinking it? Or they <laughs> no, like... they're dipping French fries in it. Okay. So it's a French fry barbecue sauce taste test, which which I... You know what my fat boy move was as a kid like in high school and college? I would get a bag of plain potato chips and dip them in barbecue sauce. That's a pretty aggressive move. Yep. There was a... Uh... There's a guy who used to live across the hall from me in college who would um he would get like the Tostitos queso dip and then oh dip <laughs> dip uh, nacho cheese Doritos in it. Oh my god. It's a pretty aggressive move. That is, that is too much for me. <laughs> I'd be willing to try it, but if I ever did that alone by myself, I think I'd have to just walk in front of traffic. <laughs> yeah, so sh- shout out to Mark. <laughs> And then coming in at number three, which I don't think you will agree with, and I know I don't agree with, Bullseye Original. If Bullseye is on this list, and I don't know what number two and number one are, but they have to be some top tier yeah, barbecue sauces. We'll, so we'll see. I bull, we're I big Bullseye guys. I haven't scrolled down, but yeah. No spoilers. They said it tastes like... <laughs> one of the sauce tasters said it tastes like fast food, but in a good way. 
I can get down with that. It's one of those like you try it and you're just like, this just tastes right. Like I can't tell you why it's good, but it's good. Yeah. And then the last note here is can't go wrong. Yes. Agreed. Number two, sweet baby race. Okay. I I'll I'll hear the argument for battling those as number two and number three. Yeah, I can see that for sure. And barbecue sauce is very well balanced. A lot of the tasters noted it was peppery, sweet, and tangy all at once. It's one of those like um if you don't have a craft barbecue sauce or something and those are your favorite ones, I'll allow it. Yeah. Um, number one, Trader Joe's Kansas City barbecue sauce. I don't, I've never had it. Um, as you know, Trader Joe's is, um, too much for me to handle, but maybe next time Kristen goes, I'll ask her to pick up a bottle. But why is it the Kansas City and all these other ones were like normal ish? Like there was yeah, a mesquite. Original, but... original, smoky mesquite, original, original. And then original Kansas, number seven. And then Kansas City. Like that. And then Kansas City. The deck was stacked. I feel like these aren't apples to apples. Here. Yeah. I, I'm not. I don't know. Can I get sure. some testing notes on this Trader Joe's Kansas yeah, City? Let's see here. Uh, fave. I want to keep eating it with a spoon. Okay. Good. Just a touch sweet. Uh, and then a sweet. And then. I loved it. It was sweet and tasted like a trip to the ballpark. Play ball! Exclamation point. Who are these nerds? This Fave. tastes like home. Bland. <laughs> there, that's a normal guy. Smoky. The, the guy who wrote bland voted for. Uh, um, <laughs> he probably he probably voted for Bullseye to be number one. Correct. Can't yeah. go wrong. Yeah, exactly. He said <laughs> he was the one who said can't go wrong. Solid, deep flavor. This is my favorite. Uh, I noticed Heinz didn't make its way on this list. Well, you know, I when don't was know. this published? That before was they changed the recipe, June twenty fifth, two thousand fifteen. So yeah, okay, possibly. so probably. Um, by the way, Sweet Baby Ray's has like a thousand different flavors. Yes, now. yes, they do. Oh, this one's click through the gallery. I don't. Know. I hate those websites. Speaking of that, I was looking for some like news topics, and I was going through the Tribune, and you only get like two free articles. But there's this website called Outline.com. When if you go to it, you just um, enter in the the URL article, and then it gets you around the paywall. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. I like that. Outline.com. This one, that one was. I just clicked through it really fast. This was all like really uh, obscure barbecue sauces, so we're not going to go into that. Back to the doc. <laughs> we can go back to the doc. There was one I didn't put on here. It was um, so someone in Illinois died of what they're calling as a vaping related death. Um, as I pull it up right now and have to skirt around the paywall. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Shout out to outline.com. Um, there were 
The public health is the Department of Public Health in Illinois is investigating 22 of these cases and possibly 12 more. Ages are between 17 and 38 years old. They're also experiencing vomiting and diarrhea. So that could be anything. Um, yeah, do they eat White Castle? Symptoms include cough, shortness of breath, fatigue, um, and of those who've been reported using e-cigarettes. Okay, so the federal health officials said they don't know if the patients were all using the same product because there are ones that contain nicotine or THC or other ingredients. Um, then, hold on, there's a good quote from Vaping this guy. Vaping crystal meth? Yeah. Um, we, okay, try not to laugh. The American Vaping Association on Friday blamed, quote, black market amateur made, end quote, products infused with THC, not nicotine for the deaths. <laughs> the public health could not confirm. Um, <clears throat> oh, so these guys were like homemaking like some fucking sketchy weed pens. I think it's basically saying that like jewel brand or like nicotine devices are regulated yeah and, that and the this ones is like, that you fill with yeah, like this, THC yeah, this oil. is like jim bob's like oh do it yourself <laughs> garage thc pats they're basically like comparing it saying that like buying beer from anheuser-busch is safe but buying moonshine is unsafe which like obviously moonshine can be unsafe but you know well, yeah, usually. that's what they're that's what they're comparing it to. It, um, it depends on where you're getting your moonshine from. So president of the American Vaping Association, Gregory Conley, uh, said it is incredibly irresponsible for media outlets and health authorities to continue to focus on vaping products generally when we all know that tainted black market market THC products remain on the streets. <laughs> So uh, make make sure that you're uh, you're buying THC products from a reputable uh, source. What county do you live in? Lake. Okay, so uh, hospitalization in Illinois reported in Chicago as well as Cook, DuPage, Kane, Lake, McHenry, and Will County, uh, as well as downstate in Champaign, Madison, Peoria, and Saint Clair counties. A lot of action. Okay. What do we got here? Jewel Labs. Let's talk about them. Um, have been under investigation for using fruity flavors to lure teen <laughs> users. I saw an article about that. One of the girls at work was saying that she's like, she, she's like, I can't get the cucumber ones for my Jewel anymore. <laughs> they only make tobacco and uh, menthol flavor now. So. I have friends who use the Jewel brand ones, and they said that you can only buy tobacco or menthol flavored in stores. But if you want the fruity flavors, you have to order them. You online. order them from the black market online. You, no, you just order them online. Like they sell them from the company, I think. Oh, um, but like. I know you guys are trying to like put laws in place to like keep kids from buying them, but letting them buy them online just makes it so much easier than carting them at a store. Yeah, right. Um, so the woman who stu who sued Jewel Labs was 20 years old um, and said that the company was accusing the company of marketing towards young people. Um, the case was voluntarily dismissed. <laughs> 
So there you go. Yeah, so don't be an idiot. What do we got here? <laughs> That's it's news of the week. Don't be an idiot. I think there was some other one. Okay, there was a guy in Park Ridge who killed his mother, accused of killing his mother with a samurai sword. Um, she, The cops have had run-ins with this guy before. Um he thought his mom was having a heart attack like years ago or something. And he has had plenty of mental health issues. So he's not legally allowed to buy a Foyd card to own a firearm. Um, and so the cops came because like he called 911 because she was having a heart attack, blah, 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 whatever. She's fine. Um, but he was like, oh, yeah, by the way, I have these guns I'm not supposed to have, so why don't you guys take them? So he, like, voluntarily handed over some guns he wasn't supposed to have. Um, then he got in, like, an argument, like a road rage argument or something, and got arrested, charged with battery, whatever. Um, well, he stabbed his mom with a samurai sword, and then the cops came to his house because something was going on outside that someone called the cops from. They come to his house, and his mom was, like, in a garbage can in the <laughs> living room. <laughs> what the fuck? And then I think he allegedly handed over more firearms that he wasn't supposed to have. Wait, what? Yes. And then, what, he was taken into custody? Oh, yeah, arrested and um, charged with murder or something, allegedly. And probably illegal possession of firearms. (laughs) Accused of killing his mother with a sword. (laughs) Oh. I found her like this, I don't know. I... So obviously, like they went over that he had like mental health issues, and that was proved by like him not being allowed to have a Foyd card, and then them coming to the house and the body just being in a garbage can in the living room. So, you know, yeah, there's that. Um, do you want to talk about the Popeyes chicken sandwich? Have you had it? I have not had it. I have seen that it's apparently very popular now are we on the same page with saying that popeyes is the best big name chicken outlet that like in terms of you're trying to get pieces of chicken that popeyes is the place to go over like uh, over like your kfc KFC or something I mean, there. What else is there in terms of? Well, like, I mean, you can like brown chicken yeah. is good. I like Popeyes chicken better, but I like brown sides better. Yeah, I've like Browns and Popeyes are kind of tied for me. They're both they're both real good. Yeah, um, I like I like Popeyes chicken the best. So it's no surprise to me that their chicken sandwich is like as popular as it is. But like a big red flag to me is that it comes with mayo on it. Which oh. tells me that you're trying to hide something. It does? I'm pretty sure I saw it in a picture. Um, Pull up the Popeye's menu. Yeah, I mean, well, you say that. I, like, Actually, Brown's, Brown's has a pretty good chicken sandwich. Um. Okay, the spicy... Which actually, now that you mention that, I think yeah, the, they both have something. The Browns, uh, the Browns chicken sandwich comes with mayonnaise on it as well. What are you hiding? Stop I, putting mayonnaise on it. I don't it. know. You can order it without, and it's still good. I've done it. So. Oh my god! 
one of the okay if you search like Popeye's chicken sandwiches it says like alternate results and it says what did Popeye's do to Chick-fil-A Popeye's and Chick-fil-A are suddenly and unexpe- unexpectedly embroiled in a chicken feud yeah <laughs> are, are they are they like on a Twitter fight I have no idea I don't really What's give a shit Popeye's versus Chick-fil-A let's see what comes up uh yeah Popeyes and Chick Fil A were in a Twitter fight uh, over their chicken sandwiches. It's hard to okay. First off, Popeyes. A lot of Popeyes are like selling out of chicken sandwiches, so like people can't get them. Um, but how do you start a fight with a company that almost exclusively sells chicken sandwiches and is voluntarily closed one day a week? Yeah, I don't. I don't know, but I mean. I will say if there's anyone to give Chick-fil-A a run for their money on chicken sandwiches, I would say it's probably going to be Popeye's. I'm down to try it. I'm not waiting in line for it, but like, um, cause they have, they've had lines out the door. I don't know when I would ever wait in a line out the door for that, some food. You, you can, you can go to the one right here and, um, they're probably sold out of them. They, I, well, I was going to say, I drive by it. It's on highway 60. I drive by it every single day. There has not been a line out the door once. Uh, maybe they're sold out of the chicken sandwiches or not selling them. Well, maybe I'll stop by there this week and see see what I can't find out. Let us know. Post a picture <laughs> to the Instagram. Um, but Chick-fil-A, they're, they only sell chicken. They don't have anything. They sell a fruit cup. That's the only other thing that the like non, isn't the only non-chicken that item that and French fries. I think like oh, you know, they have soup and whatever waffle they don't, fries. They don't have actual like another protein. Yeah. And they're closed on Sundays and they're still like one of the top fast food chains in the country. Well, I mean, there is a 13 minute report of the week, Popeye's versus Chick-fil-A, which sandwich is better. Oh, review bra. I guess I know what I'm watching today. So I'll be watching that as soon as we're done recording this. Um, Remember when we were first recording this podcast and I would make you come over and we'd watch review, like the review of the week for hours before we would record? Yes. And I'm like, no, 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 wait. We have to watch this next one for 13 minutes when he cuts his hair. Yeah, we recorded a one hour episode. You guys were upstairs for six hours. Well, we were watching this guy cut his own hair. Kristen will never understand how, like, you'll come over to record or we'll record on Skype, and, like, we don't record for two hours leading up to it. Then we record for an hour, and then we talk about shit for two more hours after. Dude, like, it's just, there's one of those, it's just one of those things that it's so enjoyable. If you're, like, watching a weird video on YouTube of Review Bra cutting his own hair... (laughs) With someone who is has the same sense of humor as you is so fucking great. Like shout out to Garrett. Sometimes we'll I'll be talking on the phone and like watching YouTube videos, and I'll be like, "Oh, yo, check this out!" Like pull this up on YouTube, and then we'll be watching the same video <laughs> and talking on the phone about the video. That is ridiculous, dude. We did we did like an hour and a half of watching people crash motorcycles. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's so good. So now everybody knows if you have a YouTube video to watch, just call PJ and he will watch it with you live. Yeah, true story. I will. Um, What else do we got here? 
I have a friend who had her, she doesn't live in Chicago, so I wasn't invited, had her birthday party. It was a themed party, and I saw it on Instagram, and I was like, what the fuck is this? They're all dressed like weirdos, and they're on a bus. Well, I found out they were going, they all dressed in like knight's gear or like medieval times gear and went to medieval times for her birthday. Okay, sounds great so far. I was like, I that is a big time regret of me for I never want to do anything on my birthday, but like if I had to force people to do something, I wouldn't make them dress up, but I sure as fuck would make them come to medieval times with me. Well, yeah, I mean that's always that's always my um whenever I like talk to Patrick, he's like, Let's go so let's go somewhere for your birthday. I'm like, let's go to medieval times. He's like, Okay, well let's not go anywhere for your birthday. <laughs> okay, never mind then. We're just going home. <laughs> dinner and tournament, like it's dinner and a show. I yeah. don't I don't know. I also I also enjoy uh you know, like uh Benny Hanna oh, or Ron of Japan. Benny Hanna where dinner is the show. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um I went to two Sox games last week, which Usually, I usually go to one every year, um, but I've only ever been to one Sox game. Really? Yeah. Well, so not a lot happened. I mean, like this lady. So apparently, like at Sox games, like nobody gives a shit where you sit. Like as long as you're like in your section, nobody really cares like what row or seat you're in. Like people just kind of like sit wherever, which I thought that was really weird until we got there. And like, sure enough, like that's how it is. Like you just kind of like sit wherever it's like, oh it's close enough they don't really sell out so like unless you're in like the mm. first couple rows like yeah. nobody gives then a it's shit like if, whatever if you're row 20 and you're sitting in row 18 like everyone just kind of sits wherever and it's fine yeah so it's like uh, the people with the first like five rows are like actually taking their seats yeah but then like after that it's kind of just like f- fill in behind them well yeah much. and like it, especially on games when it's like not sold out, like they'll encourage you to move up. You know what I mean? Like why sit so far back when there are empty seats in front of you? Like don't worry about it, just move up. Um, so we were moving around all day and then like went to where our seats actually were and we're sitting like a row in front of where they were and this like sea monster lady like <laughs> was like, no, these are my seats. And we're like, uh okay that's fine so like we moved back and she was like are these even where your seats are and what was like uh they're close enough lady like it's no big deal well she texted the stadium like you know how you can like text if there's a problem yeah and like got security to come and like check everyone's ticket and move everybody two rows back so now we went from being in front of her to behind her which is like if you're trying to get people to move, moving them like directly behind right you behind is, you like, is the, the worst, worst idea, idea ever. Um, but she was like that classic minivan lady. And like, I don't know if you know what that means yet, but my uncle like pointed it out to me years ago. And he was like, yeah, like minivans are like a different breed. And it's not all minivans because I have friends who have them like they have kids and like need to move a bunch of people and like makes sense. I had but, a minivan, but they're not minivanners. Like a minivan lady, like is that I want to talk to the manager lady, the lady who calls her minivan a truck, who thinks like she can't park in regular spaces because it's so big. Generally, and, her name is Karen. Yeah, and takes up too many spaces and like all that stuff, and is like two hundred pounds. Yeah, no, I was a fun minivan owner. I took all the back seats out, and we would like ride <laughs> skateboards in the back. And then I would drive around with the 
the sliding doors locked open, blasting riding dirty. I don't think anyone would can confuse a 16-year-old driver of a minivan with a minivan lady. I was 18. Okay, sorry about <laughs> that. Um, but yeah, just like one of those fucking ladies. Um, then the game I went to a few days later, we were at the scout seats, which are like the fucking best seats in the world. They're the first five rows behind home plate. They're all you can drink, all you can eat. There's a huge buffet before the game and then a dessert buffet after the game. That's how I went to the Sox game. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. Um, fun fact, I was sitting in those seats for Mark Burley's perfect game, which was unbelievable to see, but in those seats, it's a two-hour game. It was game. unbelievable Yeah, it was... No, it was a two-hour and three-minute game. Let me see. Exactly. It was... Um Two hours and three minutes. Yeah. So, so, like, one of the quickest games to ever be in an all-you-can-eat seat. So, the one game that I went to was the Crosstown Classic. And it was actually, like, sold out yeah. because it was the Crosstown Classic. But we went before to, like, that sweet-ass buffet thing. Right? And the, the buffet is, like, all-you-can-eat, all-you-can-drink, whatever. And then we didn't have those seats, but we just went to the buffet. And then we had, like, normal er seats. Yeah. But like we're in the lower, we're in uh, two like front of two hundred. There are like no, I'm there are no fucking laws. Anything like, goes. D- there was okay. So one guy literally sitting in the seat just cranking cigarettes. <laughs> I was like, I was like, and no one else. I was the only one who was like, what is this? This is okay here. Like is, this is fine. Anything and then, goes. And then some guy was. Um, he was like yelling at the people below. He was in the like section above us and he was yelling at the people next to us, like below him. And then he started like trying to pour beer on them. And when he was pouring beer on them, his hat fell off. <laughs> and so he came down to get his hat and then he got the shit beat out of him in the aisle. I mean, that and sounds was like well like, deserved. That was No, but it was just like business as usual. <laughs> like there was no, nobody batted an eye. <laughs> yeah. It was awesome. Um, the year after I saw the perfect game, I went with little Mikey Neff and Malarkey. Um, <laughs> we were in bleacher seats for this one, but we saw Francisco Liriano of the Twins pitch a no-hitter against the Sox. So I've seen, like, of the three top pitching accomplishments, a 20-strikeout game is probably the top because that's, like, the least amount of people who've done it. A perfect game is number two, and a no-hitter is number three. Um, this no-hitter that we went to with Francisco Liriano, it is voted the least impressive no-hitter, uh, one of the least impressive no-hitters in baseball history. <laughs> really really glad you got to see that. Well, so he they ranked it um, – out of like a hundred or something on some baseball index thing, whatever. And it got an 83 out of a hundred, which is impressive because he allowed no hits and no runs. So like it was a shutout, whatever. Um, the best score is 101. I don't know how, I think it's because there was like a drop. I, I, I don't even know how they got over a hundred. It was exciting. Yeah. But he, uh, Francisco Liriano threw 123 pitches Fifty-four were strikes, so almost just over half of them were for strikes. And then he walked like seven guys. <laughs> um, also, Billy, one of our loyal listeners, I play softball with, threw a no hitter in softball. By the way, he would have thrown a perfect game, but he walked a guy. What what did it uh, what did it score on the on the thing? Ooh, I don't know. I should send in the stats. You should. <laughs> he just he walked one guy. 
So yeah, send it in, see what they well see. above Francisco Lindor, and he also did it in five innings too because we slaughtered him. <laughs> That's probably how you get a hundred and one if you if you slaughter the yeah, team. If, you, if you're playing in a league with slaughter rules. Yeah. Um, also, in those scout seats one time, I met a guy who looked like Kenny Powers, um, had the same mullet, and was wearing a black button-up shirt. And his wife or lady friend or lady of the night friend was um, this like trashy 40-year-old blonde woman who had a tattoo on her back of a dolphin jumping out of water. That makes me think of that trashy lady who came and yelled at us for being mean to her kid at the water park. Which- yeah. When you put it that way, it kind of makes us sound like assholes, like we're being mean to little kids at the water park. We weren't mean to little kids. This kid just tried to... Fritz is with us at his wedding. He he tried to cut in front of us at like the diving block or whatever, and we said no, and then he ran and complained to his mom, and like we told his mom what was up and like told her to go... What did we say? Like Go back to her trailer? <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's a minivan lady, by the that way. That was a minivan that's lady. That's her. Yeah. Um, also, speaking of scumbags at the game, there was a guy, I know we've talked about like keeping score in baseball. This guy was talking to his daughter who was like 20 or something, um, and then the couple behind them, and they were talking, he was like, oh, what happened in the first inning? And he was like, well, there was um, a looking strikeout, a swinging strikeout, there was a hit to the left fielder, uh, and it was like going through all these things, and then they were talking about it later, and a there was a fielder's choice and a run scored and then on the throw there was an error and a second run scored and he kept insisting that the batter got two RBIs and I was like no he got one RBI I'm like he got it on the fielder's choice then they scored the next play an error which is what scored the the run so the batter does not get an RBI. He's like, well, who does it go to? I'm like, you don't get an RBI for every run that's scored. <laughs> Sometimes it's just a run, like an earned run yeah, because he's on third base just to, to the run, pitcher. Yeah. But whatever. And then there was a guy next to my brother who kept talking shit to the ump and the players, but he was talking loud enough for all of us to hear, but quiet enough, just quiet enough so like nobody on the field could hear him. That is... No balls. Yeah. I... Speaking of the exact opposite of that, one of my first Cubs game memories was going with my dad, Mikey, and Casey on Mother's Day to a Cubs game, and we got there in like the middle of the sixth inning, and we so we sit down, we find our seats and sit down, and this dude behind us is so tuned up, and he's... And fucking Rod Beck is pitching. Oh my god! And this guy is just Rod Beck, who died on my birthday, screaming at Rod Beck. Uh, he's like, "Beck, you fucking pussy!" <laughs> he's like, "You fucking pussy, get a haircut!" And he, the whole time he was just screaming. It was great. Classic. Really, really leaning into uh, heckling. Rod Beck, not a great pitcher, but just a great all-around just, American. Just an all-around American hero. Yeah. Uh, also, Peace Ways died on my birthday, so big names. Yeah, um, I think that's all I got for today. I don't know about you. Okay, we're not we're not gonna believe we'll that other one. For... Yeah, we could save it. Okay, fine. Uh, on that note, Ray, let's have you close us out. Be excellent to each other. Party on, dude!
Kazoo.